How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All that motion serves a purpose. Aaron Rodgers said we don't do that for window dressing. It's Jones. Aaron Jones to the end zone. It's another Packer touchdown. We have guys open, so the ball is able to be dealt a little bit quicker than years past. To answer your question, I don't remember a time in the, in the recent uh, history where we've had, you know, multiple plays where we have guys that are wide, wide open. Wide open. Aaron Rodgers there on the Fox broadcast and then the comments thereafter. The Van Horn Automotive Group, they're going to buy your car at any one of their uh, dealerships, whether it's in Wisconsin or over in Iowa. No gimmicks, no pressure. Just sell without the challenges of posting online. Maybe processing a title uh, with meeting strangers who just want to take a look. You get what I'm saying. Go to VanHornAuto.com or any one of their locations. If you go to VanHornAuto.com, click on the Sell My Vehicle link for the Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer. I've done this now with them four times I've bought a car and love the experience. And by the way, if you need service, you can finance it. Don't worry about putting off that unexpected repair. You can finance it. For 0% APR for up to 12 months and up to two grand. The good stuff there. Application, it's quick and easy. Again, go to VanHornAuto.com. You can buy a car. You can sell a car. You can buy a new one, buy a used one. Find your vehicle. Trade it in. You can finance it. Anything over there at VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. And they are family born and employee owned. Go to VanHornAuto.com. Mike Clemens from NFL Serious Radio and our Green and Gold Insider joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And, uh, Michael, I, I, I'm looking at uh, this game coming up uh, against the Saints where the Packers have not won. I didn't realize the Packers have not won down there since the Super Bowl years ago. Yeah, 1997 against uh, the Patriots. You know, Leroy Butler in that game with your guest on earlier today, Mike Holmgren and Brett Favre and Reggie White. Um, and, you know, the, the Packers have lost a couple to the Saints now. And the last time I remember playing the Saints – was in a November, and I guess it's gone back now. It's gone back almost four years. November of 2017, and uh, Bruce had like Ted Ginn then, and a couple other weapons. They beat Green Bay 22 to 17. I'm like, no, wait a minute, wasn't that? Oh, see, it was Brett Hundley. 
that was that was when Rodgers got off to this great start in 2017. Then he goes up to Minnesota. Anthony Barr drills him into the turf up there, and he has the broken collarbone. And so Brett Hundley takes over. So, you know, Breeze gets in a, a win, 22-17 to over Green Bay. But after the game, one of the guys I really wanted to get on our postgame, I was so impressed by this rookie running back who not only could run with the football but come out of the backfield and catch passes. And it turned out to be Alvin Kamara. And, you know, in talking to him, um, he reminded me right away of the kid that the Packers had in camp, Aaron Jones, who I thought was a really smart young man, but he was dealing with MCLs and things like that, whereas Alvin is just a little bit bigger. They're the same age, Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara, 25 years old. Kamara came out of Norcross, uh, Norcross Georgia, powerhouse for high school football, played at Tennessee. Saints took him in the third round. And it's just just a tougher, just a tougher back. Ran strong, uh, got a lot of opportunities. Where it took Aaron Jones like you know two seasons of in and out with injuries before obviously he really popped the last couple of years. Kamara is the one that just signs the five year extension for seventy five million and a seventeen million dollar uh, signing bonus, and you know he's uh, he's the, the top of the heap right now, right past just beyond Zeke Elliott um, as one of the best running backs. So. This Saints team, high aspirations. They bring back Drew Brees, age 41, uh, made a few uh, other changes. And Sean Payton's, you know, one of the longest tenured coaches in the NFL. So I wanted to play a couple of quotes we got from Sean Payton. I'm, I think he's one of the best coaches. He, he was interviewed by Ted Thompson, and Thompson passed on him and went with Mike McCarthy. And Payton got to the Super Bowl and won it a year before McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers, and he's now been down there 15 years, um, up and down, but you know, consistently a winner. I would hate to have to cover him because he only does teleconferences. I mean, can you imagine being like a TV sports anchor and not being able to get your coach on camera right. for quotes, you know, for your sportscast? Um, and so he's pretty used to this. But that week one game, Bill, against the Buccaneers, uh, they're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with uh, Tom Brady. And Brady going to the Buccaneers kind of reminds me of Brett Favre going to the Vikings. I mean, there's some weapons there with Mike Evans and O.J. Howard and Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, you know, and, and, and Gronkowski, of course, that's joined him. And, you know, they'll figure it out. The Bucks will get, you know, they'll be a 500 team, and then Bruce Arians and Brady will figure it out for the second run. Uh, very physical game. Uh, the Saints uh, held on to win, but they had a lot of penalties in that game, and then another 10 penalties on Monday night. And they get kind of surprised, beat by a Raiders team that was there to win the turf in their brand-new stadium out in Vegas. So that's where they stand now. Um, you know, there's, they're not, the Saints have not come out as strong as people thought that they would be, and Sean Payton was, was asked Where's his team heading into this game against Green Bay? Look, we're one and one right now, two weeks into the season. I think we could be playing a lot better football. We expect to be playing a lot better football, and we're going to have to to have the success we're, we're wanting to have. Our red zone offense and defense still needs to be better. I thought our third down numbers offensively were okay last week. Defensively, we had trouble getting off the field. It's that critical time early in the year where we need to make the corrections so that we have the success that we're looking to have as the season moves forward. 
Okay. I mean, it clearly sounds like he's he's frustrated with a one and one start. Uh, you know, I guess you know you can understand it a little bit, but I also think Mike that uh, he's got a quarterback that's taking a lot of criticism right now, and I think he's also trying to defend him a little bit as well. He is. And then uh, what I did like, though, is he was very honest uh, with us. I think he gave us a really good assessment from the outside looking in. It's like, how do the Packers look different on tape? Because, you know, you see Aaron Rodgers, and now he's doing this, you know, pre-snap motion and double fakes and um, tossing more and more to Aaron Jones as a running back uh, out of the backfield. And so we asked Sean Payton, you know, how do the Packers look different this year in Matt LaFleur's second year in Green Bay? The first thing you, you look at is their balance. They're not one-dimensional. They're rushing the ball right at the top of the league. Uh, their skill positions are outstanding, and, and obviously Aaron has got great command of, of what they're doing. They've really pressured the opposing offenses because in both cases, by the second half, teams they're playing against are one-dimensional. So you can point to a lot of specifics. You know, I think uh, their scheme has been fantastic. Obviously, Aaron executing it is comfortable in it. But I think most importantly, you're seeing the balance, and I think that's the the challenge, you know, and and I think you notice that, especially this season. You know, I, I I get where they're at. Um, I know Sean Payton says, look, uh, you know, when it comes to the Green Bay Packers and getting to all of this, Mike, the, the, the look, Sean Payton is a brilliant coach, although he's not received a near amount of criticism that I thought for a while um, that, that Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers received as the duo. But he's now got to worry about a team coming to town that's fired up and coming after his quarterback. And between Zedarius and Preston Smith, those two guys, He's got to figure out a way to keep him off of his quarterback and also got to figure a way to get Alvin Kamara open in space, especially if Michael Thomas isn't going to be playing. That's a great point about Sean Payton and him not taking the criticism. Part of it might be that market in New Orleans. I think the big question is it's how Drew Brees carries himself. I mean, Drew Brees is a family man who's out there in the community all the time. Not that Aaron Rodgers isn't, but those are two totally different cats. I mean, Drew Brees could run for mayor or senate down Louisiana. He's just, he's really kind of more of a Bart Starr type. And, and so that alliance is why, you know, you don't see the Saints using a first-round pick on a quarterback of the future. They're, they're going into this season with a 41-year-old quarterback. Uh, so, so I think that's one dynamic that's interesting to note there. I think the other thing is this. You know, right now the Packers are a high-potent offense, with a defense that can get it done, if the if your offense is up by a couple of touchdowns, then Mike Patton feels good about dialing up blitzes. Well, that's what Dom Capers did all those years. And once again, it's it, there's something missing in terms of a, a punishment uh, from the defensive line or some kind of a linebacker that people fear. Well, the, the one guy that they fear, if you talk to Sean Payton, he says, that Mike Patton's defense right now is all built around number 55, Zadarius Smith. Yeah, you have to recognize where he's at. They'll line him up on the edge, right and left. They'll take him and travel him inside, and one of the uh, eight gaps kind of becomes a moving nose tackle, if you will, a little bit of a spinner look. And then, look, they do such a good job of trying to get him on a stunt, trying to get him on a matchup, and their defense 
kind of allows them to do that relative to what they do structurally. You're going to see some some five down fronts. And so generally speaking, you'll find him as one of the edge players in that front. And at times, though, they can adjust it and, and he can become one of those players that moves. So he's very quick and explosive. They're in the game you watch where he's not impacting the quarterback. And, and so the key is just understanding where he's at at all times. So there you go. Uh, real quick, Mike, uh, Matt LaFleur saying Devontae Adams, doubtful for Sunday night against the Saints, uh, which we kind of kind of suspected that he would not be available uh, if you kind of gain that he was not practicing. Usually if you don't practice on Wednesday or Thursday, you're probably not right. going to be practicing. You're probably not going to be in the game. Well, it's, Even though they it's kept... a hamstring and it's week three, you know? Right. And, yep. and the – no, Devontae, of course, he's going to give it a try. But on the other hand, he kind of made it clear, like, it was probably the smart decision for me. And I, you know, I said to Coach during the Lions game after a series or two, let me back in. And Coach said, no, you stand here. You know, let's, let's, why don't you judge this tomorrow? And he, he did a little jogging today, but, you know, he's not ready. And so they're going to have to come up with a plan where maybe they feature, you know, Aaron Jones more, not only as a running back, but – as a receiver, I do not see Michael Thomas as the Saints wide receiver coming in. He was supposed to be coming to Green Bay this week to talk to Dr. Robert Anderson, who right. works for the Packers, about potential surgery for a high ankle sprain. And yep. so, and then it's another one of these games, too, where uh, the Packers, I mean, they get to play at U.S. Bank and now the Superdome with no fans. Are you kidding me? The two of the loudest places in the NFL? That's a huge break. And you know, the Saints are going to land in like 750 family members, friends of the team and all that. But that's it. It's still going to be an empty Superdome. So Sean Payton was asked, what has he found in these first two games? What's the biggest difference working a game from the sidelines as a coach during a game in an empty stadium? I think the one thing I've seen is the communication that can take place from the bench onto the field is a lot easier heard now. And so if you're not careful, you've got half the bench shouting out, watch the pass, watch the run, watch the – and generally speaking, you can't hear those things in-game. But now, you know, it's a lot like when you were playing Pop Warner football and you can hear your mom on every play if, you, if, if she wants to yell at you. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, I completely agree. By the way, the breaking news on the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network brought to you by Pennzoil, made with natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Um, so, Mike, I, I want to go back to uh, some of the things that. No, I want to go back to some of the things that uh, Sean Payton was talking about. I want to get back into that coming up here in just a couple of minutes because I know we're running a little bit late. But uh, stay tuned. We got more with Mike Clemens. That is coming up next. We got more of the Bill Michael Show brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip and the Pothole Pizza, the official pizza of the Green Bay Packers. And also, you can get yourself registered for the Packers opening drive contest and that 2021 Chevy Trailblazers. Stop in, see store for details. We got more of the Bill Michael Show is next. Breeze under center. Josh Hill motions right to left. Eye formation with Kamara, the tailback. He'll get the handoff off left tackle. He's across the goal line. Touchdown, Alvin Kamara. Anytime you're going against a back like Alvin Kamara, it's always a difficult task to take upon yourself. And our guys are going to have to be flying to the football. They're going to have to gang tackle this guy because he is going to make people miss. There's no doubt about it. Those are the words of uh, the uh, head coach, Matt LaFleur, who just spoke a little while ago and also said that uh, Devontae Adams doubtful for the upcoming contest with the Saints this Sunday night. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Epoxy Flooring, polyurea coatings all over the state of Wisconsin. Go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That is epoxyflooringdoneright.com. 
com and uh, see for yourself because I had this thing done in my uh, my house in my gym and oh my god it just changes the look of the entire room absolutely fantastic and they are warranted for life so check out epoxyflooringdoneright.com we welcome back in Mike Clements from NFL Serious Radio and Mike uh, a little bit disconcerting as the first couple of drives in the last two weeks have been successful for the opponents of the Green Bay Packers not to mention they gave up a lot of points in the fourth quarter against the Vikings. I guess Mike Pettin without or with Kenny Clark doesn't really matter, I guess. Uh, it still has his hands full. Yeah, and, you know, the Packers' offense is firing in all cylinders. But, you know, this defense gave up 24 points in the fourth quarter at the Vikings, 14 points against the Lions to start off last week. And so Mike Pettin, defensive coordinator, has got to answer this because you got the Texans coming up. You're going to have to travel to Tampa Bay to play Tom Brady and the Bucks down there. So you ask Mike Pedden, where's your defense at right now? I mean, we're our, our bottom line for us is it was well enough to win, uh, but it's it's it has not been to our standards. Uh, that that uh, obviously, you know, it's great when we can when we can make big plays and and, and score points, uh, but but we have to raise our level of consistency. I mean, our our offense is not going to be able to control the ball for 38 minutes a game all year. I mean, we we need to. We need to be better, and and it's a, it's a lot of little things, early season stuff that that needs to get cleaned up, and and hopefully some of the mistakes that we're making, uh, they're they're not going to um, they're not going to repeat. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's all been functions of different things. There hasn't really been any one theme to uh, to what's going on, but I, but I do think at times, like I already, I already mentioned with um, with Detroit, that our guys maybe get get a little hyped up too soon and, and lose focus a little bit. I got to make sure that we're locked in, and then and the same thing at the at the end of the Minnesota game. I mean, we can't we can't relax. I mean, it happened last year in Dallas, you know, but we had a big lead against uh, you know, Minnesota on the road in Week One, and uh, that hey, you know, good, good teams are going to you know do what we did. I mean, we're we're good, but we want to be great. So I mean, that's something where we we get a team down, and it's on us to close it out, and then we need to do it. So. Uh, you know, the offense has been been great the first couple of weeks, and has really taken some pressure off of us, but. But we we got to hold up our end of it. Packers have struggled, Mike, uh, in in as he said, going from good to great, and uh, they're going to be facing a you know a Hall of Fame for sure quarterback this weekend. But all the talk down there in New Orleans has been, and I've watched it nationally all morning this morning. Is Drew Brees has he lost his step? Is it a time to go to Jameis Winston? I mean, so I, you tell me. I mean, what is the thought right now prevalent in Green Bay? I mean, is Drew Brees still the man? The questions are two. You know, Brees is right now out of two games, 44 of 68. He's only completed 64% of his passes for 472 in, in yardage, kind of pedestrian. The Packers are playing the, Bre- the Brees highlights tapes. They want them to honor this guy like he's still going to throw it 60 yards downfield. When you talk to linebacker Christian Kirksey, he was asked, has Drew Brees lost a step or two? <laughs> Oh, man, uh, Drew is still Drew. Uh, he's arguably, uh, you know, one of the best quarterbacks uh, to play this game. Um, he's a, a first ballot Hall of Famer. So, you know, I don't give into the uh, the news or the, the the rumors about, you know, he's lost it or this and that. Um, you know, he's only played in two games this year. Um, I think he's warming up just like everyone else. And, you know, he's still going to, uh, be able to make the, the the same throws that he made in his uh, career. So, you know, I'm not I'm not you know getting into all of that. We have to prepare to face Drew Brees, which is the elite quarterback. 
I still think he's a good quarterback, and I don't think he can sleep on him because we've seen quarterbacks that are older that will go down for a couple of games. Their numbers won't look great. You start to question him. Hell, I questioned Tom Brady in the beginning of the season last year, and he made me look like a fool. I wouldn't question Drew Brees right now either. Now, and here's the other thing. They're playing the Buccaneers two weeks ago, and they're at midfield and shotgun. Drew Brees takes the ball, and he flips it out to Taysom Hill, the backup quarterback, the gadget guy who's lined up in the left slot. And Taysom, instead of tucking the ball under, he plants his feet, turns to the right, and throws to a wide-open Alvin Kamara downfield, about 40 yards. But that starts all this nonsense like, oh, see, Bruce can't throw the, Brees can't throw the deep ball anymore, so they've got to have Taysom do it. I mean, the problem is he doesn't have Michael Thomas on the field. That's his deep threat. And I've got news for you. You know, Emmanuel Sanders, he's not very fast. He's no. in coverage. So, you know, he's got Traycon Smith. And when you ask Drew Brees... You know, it, to react to these stats and criticism that he can't throw the deep ball anymore, here's what he says. You know, my job is to move the football, get first downs, possess the ball, score points, right? And so however we can do that, we're going to do it. You know, one of the statistics that was thrown out after the game was, you know, the yards per attempt or something like that. I mean, there, there, is, there are many statistics I do not pay one bit of attention to, and that would be one of them. At the end of the day, I am focused on, putting us in position to succeed, you know, making great decisions, both in the run game and the pass game, you know, whatever uh, is predicated on, you know, my decision, my ability to get us into the best play and uh, our ability to, you know, take care of the football and go and score points, put us in the best position to win, play complimentary ball with our defense and, and special teams as well. So those are the things I'm focused on, and I don't care how we do it. I honestly don't. I just want to win football games. And this guy's won a Super Bowl. He knows what it takes to be there. And he's also, uh, you know, climbing his way through the record books, not just through longevity. He's still a quality quarterback. Yeah. And so uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to face their defense with guys like Lattimore in the corner. you got Cam Jordan there, left defensive tackle. They're getting back a kid. Marcus Davenport, he was a first-round pick for them. He's been out a couple weeks with this elbow injury, but he should be a play. They're going to miss probably Malcolm Brown off their defensive line. But it's interesting to talk to Aaron Rodgers, not only about that uh, Saints defense Sunday night, but about how he developed his friendship with Drew Brees about 11 years ago. Yeah, we used to train together at uh, Fitness Quest 10 back in uh, in San Diego County when I was living down there, and he's you know had a house there uh, for many many years. So I think for two years or so, we trained at the same facility, we throw together. Got to know each other, got to see his work ethic up close. And I believe in those two years, uh, he won the Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP. And the next year, we won the Super Bowl and I won the Super Bowl MVP. So it's a good couple-year run for us down there. Um, you know, we've played, I believe, there twice over the years. Haven't won, hasn't really been close. Uh, both games, I feel like we got kind of smacked. So, you know, you got to score points against him. He's a talented guy. He has been for a long time. Obviously, first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the greatest to ever do it. You know, it's going to be a challenge for our defense. Their defense, I have a ton of respect for uh, for their coordinator and, and their personnel. I think they have a lot of really, really great players on defense and, and some good young players who've taken some some steps the last couple of years. Veterans on the outside, and Lattimore's obviously a really talented, talented guy. Played against Stu Norris for, uh, for a long time. Malcolm Jenkins, I've known Malcolm for years. Played against him at a couple different teams. You know, he's a super talented, heady, smart guy. Versatile, can play in the slot. I've played nickel for many teams over the years. You know, but just a really, really solid player. And then Williams, you know, was a young ascending player. Uh, backers, you know, the Marios, 
you know, one of the best in the business, obviously up front, you know, Cam Jordan, Cal Bear, you know, he's had a phenomenal start to his career. I mean, it seems like he's just been getting going, but I think he's been in what, five or six years now, um, maybe more. He's just a really talented player. So it's a really good defense and be a good test for us. There you go, Aaron Rodgers. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up. Mike Clemens joining us in the Schneider Orange Hotline. Don't forget the Green Gold Postgame Show coming up immediately following the Packers and the Saints this Sunday night. Turn to it on many of these same stations or find us on the Radio.com app. And also you got Green and Gold OT with uh, Radio Joe Zanzola. After that, uh, after midnight coming up this Sunday night, don't go anywhere else for your postgame reaction and analysis. It's right here on the Green and Gold Postgame Show. Stay tuned. We'll wrap up the Bill Michael Show next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Appreciate what you said about uh, Drew Brees' career. When you see him coming off of two games that are a little subpar by his standard, going into your game, what are some of the thoughts that you have about that? They're always at the top in the league in almost every category, both in the run and the pass. And then you look at third down scoring, they are there each and every year. So you can never take that for granted and you can't let your guard down because as soon as you do, he's gonna go out there and dice you and, and hang 45 on you. Those are the words of Matt LaFleur, head coach uh, of the Green Bay Packers, and uh, basically saying, hey, you got to be careful. You can go out and get this guy. He's going to hang it all over if you're not careful. Talking about Drew Brees, he can still put it up. Joining us now, Mike Clemens from NFL Serious Radio. And, uh, Mike, uh, look, I, I, I tell you what, uh, I, I still believe Drew Brees is a quality quarterback. I know there's a lot of questions, although I will say listening to more people down in the Big Easy this week, I'm picking the Packers to win this game for the first time since 2011 in the Dome. But uh, I still don't feel great about the pick. It's not my lock, that's for darn sure. Uh, did you say 2011? Was like, it 2000 or not 2011? 1997, okay, thank you very much. Superdome. Well, here's the thing. The odds makers have still got the Saints up by three on this one. They've got the Bears uh, uh, trailing uh, the Falcons in Atlanta by three points. Even, and the Falcons are on two. Maybe they just figure that that's a better team. Their backs are to the wall. They'll be at home. Uh, but, you know, this is a great chance for the Packers to distance themselves against the Bears if, in fact, that that's what happens. I thought... Um, that was a tremendous story. Mike Holmgren on the show earlier today talking about, you know, getting a, a quarterback on the same page. And at some point, even a wild gunslinger like Brett Favre gets on the team playing with the coach after a game and says, Coach, I, I get it now. I, <laughs> I finally get it. And maybe Aaron Rodgers has had that moment. And I thought that was a great question that you had a Holmgren today just about, you know, forget about athleticism. I mean, how much of a difference does it just make as a decision maker, as a competitor, as an intellect uh, when it comes to quarterback. And I thought Holmgren had that great story about that he got to interview this kid out of Cal, Aaron Rodgers, at the 2005 Combine. A good quarterback to a great quarterback is what's between the ears. You know, absolutely, that's, that's part of the formula. I mean, I've seen and you have seen and people with tremendous talent, great arm strength, great ability to throw the ball and all that kind of stuff. And that certainly is necessary you know, to play the position properly. But if that's the only thing you got and you're a little bit stiff upstairs, no, it doesn't work for you. you got to have it all, and Aaron has it all. I mean, I remember going back to when I interviewed him at the Combine, and he was sitting there, and this goes back a long ways because I'm an old man, but uh, he was 
just what you said, very impressive guy. Um, you, right away, you kind of knew, you kind of got the feeling, hey, this guy's got it, you know, and, and I see what I see on film, but now I get to talk to him and I see, I kind of get an understanding of what he's really like and uh, and he's proven to be that guy. That which I thought was interesting, Mike, in the sense that it's the interview process is where you start to raise the eyebrow and go, okay, I think this guy has it between the ears to be a good quarterback if he's got the physical skills to do so, you know? So in that draft, the Seahawks traded down past 24. They took a center named Chris Spencer, pretty good player, who later played for the Bears. Uh, I think they would have rather had Aaron Rodgers in 2005, and it wouldn't be until about seven years later they got Russell Wilson as a steal in the third round. So, yeah, like you said earlier, Devontae uh, Adams, doubtful for this game with the hamstring. Kenny Clark practiced a little bit more today. We'll see if he goes with that groin injury. They got Billy Turner back, Corey Lindsley on the offensive line, but uh, Elton Jenkins, the left guard, missing practice today. We've got to find out what that's all about. And at the bottom line, uh, you know what this, this game is? This is Matt LaFleur on prime time up against Sean Payton. Peyton, who's got 10 penalties, he's got to clean that up with his team, who's a fiery guy up and down the sidelines who's going to have to learn to wear his face mask. But this is Matt LaFleur matching wits with a veteran coach like Sean Payton in prime time. That's what I'm looking for Sunday night. Good stuff, buddy, as always. We will talk to you again uh, on Monday and break it all down all over again, okay? Thanks, Bill. All right, pal, talk to you soon. There you go. That is Mike Clemens joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing a call. I'm 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. That'll do it. Coming up on Monday's show, we're going to break it all down, but do not forget we have this, all of the breakdown coming up on Sunday's show immediately following the Packers and the Saints. Time for us to get out there. Have a great week. Enjoy some of this weather. Have a great weekend. Soap! and wide the bill michaels sports talk network how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.